Thank you for tuning in to Season 3 of One Bourbon, One Movie, One Beer. To fully appreciate our episodes, we recommend that you have at least seen the movie we're about to cover. Yeah, uh, we're still three friends that love bourbon movies and beer, uh, but please note that none of us are experts in any of these subjects. Yeah, and we still love drinking together, we still love watching movies together, and we still love talking. (laughs) This podcast will contain many spoilers and some adult content. Still, very fucking valid. And still, if you enjoy the show, leave us a rating, five stars are preferred. And uh, leave comments, whatever. We'll interact with you. But uh, share with your friends. Share with your family. Share with your kids. Not your kids, but we love you. <laughs> you can also check out our website, One Bourbon, One Movie, One Beer. That's using the number one instead of the word one. There you can send us an email, stream any of our episodes, find links to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or even chat with us live. And also, uh, any fans want to interact and suggest on the socials movies you'd like us to feature, uh, please drop them in comments, Facebook, Twitter, all uh, those Instagram, things. all the Grammys, whatever those things are. And then enjoy the show. We wanted to take a minute to thank our sponsor, Myoderm. Yeah. Myoderm is a cool company that creates skincare and pain relief products using CBD oils. My personal favorite is the one with the highest concentration of CBD on the planet, the Advanced RX 20 cream, because I'm super old and I need a lot of advanced cream. <laughs> For all the pains. <laughs> For all the pains. Four yeah, years of pains. I take that stuff coat my entire arm in it before a softball game and I feel great for hours. Yeah. I like to use the regular one too. Like they're all advanced, um, like twenty four hundred or something like that. Yeah. And they feel great on a sore arm, elbow, shoulder. Then you can get out and play the game again. So we're good to go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a chef, so literally shoulder to top of the butt that's for me. The whole back. <laughs> the whole, all the back. All the of knees. the back area. <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> just put it on. It'll make you feel better. So go to MeyerDunn.com and use promo code BMB to get 20% off your first purchase. Uh, I, I suggest the RX20 if you're in as much pain as me. <laughs> So again, that's uh, myaderm.com, M-Y-A-D-E-R-M.com. Type in the code BMB at checkout and receive 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to episode 45, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Finally. (laughs) I am Whit. I am Paul. And I'm in my early 30s, and my favorite movie is a cartoon. <laughs> it's a good cartoon, though. It is a good cartoon. It's even more than Lord of the Rings, you think? Well, I've seen this more than Lord of the Rings. What? Really? Um, there was a stage... I mean, spent... Wait, hold on. Back up. I think that my question is more like, have you seen... Have you spent more time watching this than Lord of the Rings collectively? Oh, no. Because that's a different thing. No chance. I mean, you can watch the extended clips like five times and then watch this 89 times. <laughs> God. I think I think Lord of the Rings, like the whole extended box set is... It's, it's probably like close to 30 hours. With all the special features and stuff. It is yeah. more than a day and change. Every single commentary. So when you put it that way, days. no, I don't think I've spent more time watching this movie than Lord of the Rings. But it's pretty close. It is. Close. 
Not only is it amazing, but it holds a lot of sentimental value for me. Here's a question. And I'm Ryan. Oh, I forgot about that part. Well, in that case, Ryan, you should probably go first on first impressions. <laughs> oh, wait, I do have a question. Did if you speaking of extended cuts? Did you see View? I'm, I'm sure you have, but I just watched the alternate universe version today. Have you seen it? Alternate cut of this? Mm-hmm. Of this? Oh my God, you have it? No. Oh. All right, so you need to watch it because uh, what's it on? I have it on. Well, I have the digital version. So I have like all the extras and shit, uh, but I have it on like my movies anywhere I can share it with you on. But uh, it's got to be somewhere. It's a extra where they just basically it's just like Lord of the Rings except they didn't finish all of this stuff. They have audio, and then it's like they just cut in where they cut things out, and they put in like like storyboards and extra. Stuff. Yeah, I've seen that. Um, it starts off with like the director's bookending it, opening close. So okay, have I gotta check it, it out. Okay. But Ryan, it's worth it. Except there's like one con that's in it that I don't know if <laughs> that counts. The, that's the only way. To oh, get I don't it know con. if it counts because my son and I both had the same moment. I'll bring it up later. But we had the same. We're like, eh. But like everything else, there's a bunch of extra that it's like, oh, that's really good. It's like extended emotional scenes or different takes on where a scene went or whatever based on the storyboards and and different stuff. But there's one scene that it's just like. <laughs> I like the first one better. I like the regular one. Well, all right. Well, Ryan, I'll bring that up. If this is at the con section, the top of your list, you go first, right? <laughs> or do you want to go last and anchor the first Ooh, impressions? To toughy. I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I just want to talk about the movie and how We're much here. I love it. <laughs> I don't care. You tell me what you want. Ooh. I want you. I want you to go first. Okay. Uh, yes, Papa. Um. <laughs> yes, Papa. So, this movie, it is, when I first heard about it, I, well, let me start over. I didn't go see this in theaters. When I saw it advertised, I was like, oh, it's going to be a cartoon Spider-Man. I just assumed it was going to be kind of like the animated Batman movies, where it's, Mm -hmm. you're not going to go, you don't really go in theaters to see them. You've got to be like a hardcore fan to really get into them and watch them. They're probably good, but it's not something you're going to watch over and over and over again. Yeah. A lot of those are good, but I only would watch them once or twice. Yeah. <laughs> like Batman Edmund series, though, uh, pretty pretty recent heartbreak there with uh, the voice of Batman passing away. But yeah. they were fucking good, though. Like the Batman movies, pretty dope. Especially all the ones he did. <laughs> but Ryan's right. I yeah, but I wouldn't go to the theater to no, see it. But no, well, the killing so joke was one that for, I thought I probably would have gone to see because the way it was like portrayed and like like marketed a little bit, but like darker and more of adult kind of graphic novelty. But I never ended up actually going to see that. <laughs> so with this, I didn't see it in theaters. I didn't really watch it until I heard about how good it was, um, and. What, it came out in 2018? Yes. Yep. And I think I ended up watching it right after my son turned two. Um, And it is the first superhero movie he watched. Uh, Yes, I watched Into the Mm Spider-Verse with my Mm two-year-old. Yes, as Mm -hmm. you Judge me. I don't give a crap. Yeah. Um, My wife would. So. She made me wait. 
like a year longer than I <laughs> I watched it the first time was in love with it and immediately thought RJ can watch this with me one it's a superhero movie but two it's animated which automatically attracts kids way more than any live action mm-hmm. so we watched it and it was immediately his favorite thing in the world um from then, it was getting... We still, to this day, have the Miles costume that I bought him when he was two. Um, and I'm saying all this, not just this is the first time I watched it, but this is the first time a movie has impacted me in a way that well, it's, this movie it's did. made that much of an impression yeah. on you on, and your story with your son. So it's so really cool. Yeah. It is... Like, first impressions of this movie, I thought it was... One of the best movies I've ever seen. It's phenomenal. Not just it being superheroes, but the story, how it's made, how it's comes together, literally how they animate it. It's perfect. I really f- believe I have one con for this movie, um, and it's a very nitpicky one, but <laughs> I really feel like it is an amazing movie. I God, I wish Amazon would give you stats on how much you've watched a movie um, because it might be a little eye-opening for how many times I or my son have actually watched this movie. (laughs) But, I mean, all in all... I mean, listen, Amazon, Vudu, anyone out there that's listening... That's a good idea. That's a really great idea. (laughs) Put a ticker on it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It is... It's a phenomenal movie from the first time I watch it to now. I never get bored with it. Um, yeah, I'll stop there and we'll go into other favorite <laughs> things once we get to favorite things. Yeah, you're like, I could talk for four hours about how much I love this movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, Paul, me or you? I'll go. Um, yeah, I didn't see it in the theaters either for probably the same reason. I don't remember. I remember like this dropped and like, in the midst of a bunch of Marvel flicks, like it was still kind of like, like I think MCU Spider-Man was introduced and then we're like, what a cartoon song? What the fuck are you doing? Well, I think and that like, uh, <clears throat> the trailer for this, or at least they played a clip of this after like far from home. I think so. It was and like was in like, between, like they already established him and like, so I was like, ah, we got three live action Spider-Man and now we got a cartoon that's like a bunch of Spider-Man. I'm like, we're I had like a I had like a feeling for a whole minute that I was like, oh, we're gonna get oversaturated Spider Man. Like this is, I don't know, and it, you know, but it's a cartoon again. So I was like, I wasn't super hyped until I saw the trailers for it, and I was like, holy shit! I almost wanted to go see it in theaters for the voice work alone. Like, like the voice actors in this are like like a greatest hits of some of my favorite voice actors in general, um, or just actors in general or comedians, and. Uh, the way they created the story, like like all the visuals in it are out of control. They, they created like it's one of the first like successful for me like comic book interwoven with like action and like all kinds of crazy shit going on. And I think my favorite part about it, even watching it again today with my kids, like I saw like twenty fucking new things I'd never seen before. Granted, I did see that other extended cut, but like the difference between that and 
Like you can see them because they're like either low quality animation or like just straight up sketch storyboards. So like you can tell when that parts those parts are. Well, I think it's fun. So like even in the regular real parts, I saw some new shit today that I was like, "Damn it! How did well, I miss that last time?" I th- the way they do it, it's so fun. Mm. Just that every time you watch it, look and see any it's little just, Easter eggs or things that you just don't so regularly much going notice. On in every single frame of that film, and one of the things that like people were raving about when. Uh, it was released is like you could pause it at any one of the billions of frames and it's art like it's Mm -hmm. incredible yeah like Mm -hmm. every scene is just no matter what you're looking at you're seeing thousands of things that you're going to catch one of the thousands of times you watch it again yeah (laughs) you know and i thought that was pretty impressive the first time i was like i dude i gotta watch this 45 times just to catch i don't know a millionth of the easter eggs that i can assume we're in this, this dude and i mean just integrating spider ham alone for christ's sake was amazing <laughs> but like in general it just like it can just, get weirder just <laughs> every single intro of a new spider-man Take is this hammer so it'll good. fit in your pocket <laughs> but uh, yeah there's so much like just the one-liners and little jokes you don't catch the first time around or like words floating from like thought bubbles and stuff or things that he says i was literally gonna say that and you're like shit did i not see that before? because this time i watched it it was the first time i noticed when they're going into that facility and it's that long shot away and miles is running in the background yeah and he's oh, what is he saying he's like i gotta help our i can't let him do it and then you just see the little bitty bubbles pop up above his head. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even know. I've never noticed it until Dude, now. my favorite one is like the fucking bagel when they're like running out of bagel. the fucking yeah. facility with the computer. Yeah. And he fucking whips the bagel. And in the distance is a tiny bink off the top of his head. And it says bagel. bagel. It is flawless. It's like almost out of focus. It's so good. But yeah, I, I, I remember going, man, I should have seen this bitch in the theaters. Like it's just, it was such a high quality cartoon but like it dealt with some dark, like hard to deal with themes of like loss and death and like fucking they murder a Spider-Man in this movie. What the hell? <laughs> like, yep, that shit was harsh. I mean, never seen that. I before. literally was like just getting into Chris Pine, Pine being Peter Parker. I'm like, wow, he's a good, he's good as Peter Parker. I like, him. oh, and he's gone. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but then Jake's like replacing. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I'll take Jake. And as my daughter says, he's uh, Peter B. Parker. Like she said that fourteen times oh. today. <laughs> he's literally the B version. <laughs> it literally took about a year and a half to get that joke <laughs> for my son to not call uh, regular Spider-Man Peter B. Parker. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it was one time we said I said something, and he goes, "Oh, okay." <laughs> you know it's. Peter B. Parker, not just Peter yep. Parker. <laughs> that's awesome. yeah, but uh, yeah, that's my first thing was I was just I was more blown away than I expected to be, and I was I was super stoked that uh, I mean I was really stoked for Spider Man two thousand ninety nine at the very end, and like, and uh, I am super excited about the second the sequel coming up because he's kind of featured in it with like one of the best actors of our time right now, mm-hmm. Mr. Isaac. It's gonna be so good. <laughs> yeah. it's funny that was I told when when I found out it was delayed or was getting pushed from it was originally supposed to come out this October mm-hmm. and then it got pushed to next summer 
<laughs> and RJ was so depressed when Aww. I told him. I didn't like, tell my son when it was coming. Yeah, like, but you won't okay. have any school to work around, so you'll be good. Mm-hmm. That- What's happening behind me? Nothing. Oh, just cameo. It's just <laughs> a wave goodbye from my wife. <laughs> no, uh, wave hello. Oh, wave hello. hello. Goodbye. Is she in there still? The wave goodbye. Oh, I, <laughs> I thought. Goodbye. I thought I saw you going the other way. Sounds very ominous. <laughs> goodbye, wave. <laughs> Later. I didn't even see her. Like when I turned, like she wasn't in my periphery. Um, but yeah, I'll wrap up the first impressions. I also did not see this in the theater, just because my kids did not care at all about superheroes, mm-hmm. and you are the only other people I would have seen it with, True. besides Jared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. I think Jared bought this because um, his kids liked it. And we share, like, a voodoo account where, like, I'll buy stuff, which attaches to my Comcast, and then he'll buy stuff on iTunes, or I'll have a DVD that has the Blu-ray, so, like, they all just sync up together. Yeah. And it just, like, showed up there, and I was like, and play? (laughs) (laughs) So, I... I have access to this now. I watched it, like, by myself, and about halfway through, uh, my daughter came in, and she was like, what's this? I was like, is this awesome spider-man movie so like i got about halfway through and then started it over nice. <laughs> and watched it with her and i probably watched this movie three times in a row just because i loved everything about it and it was one that she liked and it was a cartoon so it could just be on and playing i mean even today when i was watching it i texted you guys i was like i don't know how we're going to even have some sections of this show because this movie's so good. Dude, there's too much in it. Too but much favorite stuff in it. Every time I watch it, I I just can't stop focusing on it. Like I want to I even rewind stuff to rewatch it. And I mean I if it's on TV, I'm going to want to watch it a little bit and then I'm going to go turn it on. So, yeah. First impressions. TNT? Loved it. Fun movie. <laughs> Even if it's on TNT. Zing. <clears throat> Zinger. Yeah, I bought the Blu-ray of this thing thinking it was going to be, like, kid-appropriate. And uh, it's not so much that it's not. It's just that, like, for my wife, she it's saw not. a freaking Green Goblin. I was like, son of a... Really? Just Green Goblin? And I guess probably was a little dark for him at the time. But, uh... <laughs> it's not... But, it's not super kid friendly. Yeah, but he was like super into it, and like he saw clips of it when I was watching it. Sometimes he saw bits, and then like snuck snuck up behind me and was watching it. And then I was like, ah, oh, let's watch it. Mommy isn't around. But like, uh, he ended up uh, getting super into Spider Man from this a lot, I think. And then he really got into Miles Morales because of this too. Oh yeah, because like he'd mm-hmm. only seen him in like the kids' cartoons and like some of the comic stuff and everything. But like he's never really he didn't really know Spidey. who he was. Spidey and friends. Yeah, exactly. this, I mean, this movie's the reason why my son's bedroom is yeah. decorated after Spider-Man. He has five Spider-Man costumes. Yeah, um, my son has two. He's got. I mean, I it was the OG first Spidey thing and, and Miles. First thing he was ever obsessed with, and it's because of this movie. Yeah, samezies. Should have him on this show. <laughs> Should. I'd be like, RJ, tell us your first impression. (laughs) (laughs) All right, do we want to go into the favorite stuff, or should we do bourbon? I don't care. 
because the favorite stuff we could talk about all night long. (laughs) Yeah. We probably need to limit it to like your top three favorite things. That's true, but also incredibly hard. Yeah. (laughs) Almost as hard as me trying to pick my second fucking movie to put in the hat. I still haven't figured it out yet. You're like, I still don't have it. It's okay. Almost. You you can just leave one. (laughs) No, I'm going to But that might be able to limit down this whole. Yeah, we might be under three hours. Yeah. All right. I, I say we do bourbon first, then. Go for it. Yeah. I can't reach it with our new setup. I can't either. Nick and I, we're screwed. Right. <laughs> Somebody well, put I'll it in the stand, middle of the table like that. I'll stand up functional. and I'll be the bartender. You should ask yeah. Lindsay Somebody before else. Well, you be the bartender, and yeah. then Ryan can uh, describe this uh, bourbon since there's no label with information. Stellum. Stellum. <laughs> That's all it says in the bottle. Stellum bourbon. Um, well done, sir. Well done, sir. <laughs> hey, done. No, I uh, I got this because I I'd had it before and I'd really liked it and I was like, you know, what? I need to. Did you want to be able to read? Yeah, I, Stellum this. bourbon wit. Thanks, thanks a pant load. <laughs> Nothing even. Not even Easter eggs in the inside. Damn it. Where's it from? Are you Googling it right now? Or Flaviaring it or something? No. Um, <laughs> Selim Bourbon finds its flavor in the tension of three Indiana bourbon mash bills, two of which are high rise. Indiana bourbon? Well, mash bills. Um. Where was I at? The third being almost exclusively corn. The older barrels from both Kentucky and Tennessee are folded in slowly through a multi-step blending process. This brings added layers of depth and complexity, ultimately allowing us to round out a uniquely Stellum flavor profile. Uniquely Stellum flavor profile. Yeah. Ooh. I think it opens up a little bit with the old ice in there. Wheel. The old ice ball. Ooh. It is nice with a little chill on it. It is awfully peppery in the back there, though. It is uh, quite spicy. That's a spicy. <laughs> That's a spicy bourbon. It's got the pepper notes, for yeah. sure. <laughs> but is there to- look, when the you, tobacco? When you look at the Flavior Wheel, it starts off with clove and spicy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Got yeah. all that. It definitely in tastes your clovey. Broth. Where's it end up with? Fucking pepper mill? <laughs> In the center of the spiral? It smells pretty sweet. It doesn't taste sweet. But it, it doesn't sweet, taste though. super sweet. No. Uh, a little bit in the middle. Mm-hmm. A little bit in the middle area. Like? In between the initial and the spice. R- the initial flavor is not sweet. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Can you hand it to me? Oh, I was like, <laughs> what are you looking for? He's like, where's Can the... Can some? Yeah. But it's got that that good tobacco-y flavor in there, too. Kind of co- the way it coats yeah. everything. Mm. Almost leathery. It's got a nice leathery. Like leathery a wine. Feel. <laughs> I smell bacon. That's bacon? my new cologne. Smell it. Smell it. Uh, a little smoky bacon. The same smokiness as a cured bacon. A little, little brown sugar. Yeah, a little bit there. It's delicious. <laughs> I would definitely buy this as a Christmas gift. 
yeah. or something. <laughs> They'd so, be like, "Was it? What, what else is on the label? Nothing. Don't worry about it. Just go online." <laughs> somebody who likes to Google things. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like to Google bourbons? It does have a somewhat sweet aftertaste. Like it's like in the middle. It's like, it's, dude, yeah. It's like, well, it's like. Your your tongue feels a little sweetness, but then your throat still burns a little bit. Yeah, while well, it's like yeah. at the same time, it feels like yeah. like your throat's burning and your tongue's like, nah, I'm, I'm cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, no, yeah, I'm happy. It. Throat's like, fuck you, so <laughs> Stellum was the name, right? Yeah, Stellum. I like this. It is one that um, I prefer with a little bit of ice in it because it is, I think it's like a... 115 proof doesn't say anything on there go look at the bottle no it does <laughs> does it did you rip that off 114.98 look at the bottle. Like there's like only a few oh, things fine, on fine there print. it has to have the proof Dude, it's fucking, on it it's fucking blue on blue fucking <laughs> font hey genius hidden it's in very plain genius. sight but no yeah 114.98 what a but weird trying, 115. What a weirdly specific percentage of <laughs> 57.49. Trying it not point five. Trying it neat though. It was it wasn't harsh, but it the ice is kind of bringing well, up I mean, that sweetness. Water or ice opens it up a little bit more. So you yeah, can experience definitely. more of the flavors. Yeah, yeah I mean like, for the for the record, we all started with a neat and it was uh Nice, but very, very, very peppery. But now that you put the ice in it, it's open yeah, more. Yeah, like it brings out that sweetness mm-hmm. that was missing with the neat tasting. Which is good. I like it. I would I definitely buy that. I did buy it. I'm going to go buy it <laughs> now that I know that you got Get, it near my house. So just steal if, this you, one, want, if you want to take the step up, they do have a black label that you probably still have nothing to read on. Um, <laughs> is there a difference? Is just a black label? Yeah, <laughs> they just trick you with colors. <laughs> uh, Two dollars more. One is no. One's double the price. Whoa! That means it's better. Literally, it better be better. If I know my, I know because color orders, I almost got charged for it. Wait a minute! Like, wait that a minute! That's Isn't not Johnny what Walker that's blue in. more expensive than black, or is it the other way around? I think black is more than blue is for it? Johnny Walker. I know white's the fucking cheapest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then they made the White Walker one for Games Doers of Thrones. And Game Doers. of Thrones. White label. Uh, My drunk but on no. The diner. Stellum. Very good. I would put that in my bar for sure. Nice. It might even be one of my favorites. Ooh. If we're trying to segue. Smells like a segue. <laughs> Ryan's like, he literally wrote in on the segue to deliver I mean, this line. Wit's reading his script right now. No, I'm just looking. I'm just looking at the category. No, bro. well, I mean, kind of. Category says segway in big capitals. Segway, segway to favorites. Oh, that says. was my favorite bourbon. Segway favorites. <laughs> what else was my favorite? What else? Yeah. So we're in the favorites category. What is your favorite character? Ooh. Since there's so many to choose from. There are many from. characters. There are many characters. Can we say all of them? <laughs> Why don't we do this? We can split up the favorite side characters and then favorite Spider-Man character. Because there's a lot of really good side characters. Or I would put villains into the side character category. Villains into the side character? Yeah, favorite villain and favorite Spider-Man well, would be good. I really like how they portrayed the villains in this movie. I mean, if you pick Scorpion, you're wrong. No, I'm so we're clear. I'm not... <laughs> I'm not I just wanted to highlight that aspect no, of the fact that they made 
the Green Goblin, a big monstrous dragon looking dude. Yeah, I'm gonna put that there. I like it because he looks I, amazing. But I'm gonna put a pin in that for yeah. downtown for one specific reason. No, I and I get it. I just like you how they they took some creative liberties and with Scorpion or with Doc Ock making oh, yeah, it yeah, yeah. a chick mm-hmm. and. Which Tomb- is, Tombstone is generally is, like a bigger dude, and he's a small er guy. He just, seems just normal little... sized, just with like a flat top. He looks like yeah. a Dick Tracy villain. <laughs> a little bit. I mean, well, it's just cool because like this is very much a different universe than what the MCU yeah. is, and yeah. like you're saying, they took liberties with it because they could. They're like, well, we you can like, do whatever we want. In this, because even like to prove the point, like the Coca Cola is yeah spelled differently, or like the P D N Y instead of N Y P D. So like they made sure that you knew they were in a different universe than ours, or a different dimension than our dimension. So like that was pretty cool way of them opening it up to where they could just have fun, which is clearly what they were doing. I mean, like using an old saber tooth to voice Kingpin. You mean that kind of yeah taking liberties? Yeah, you know Sony versus Fox versus right? Marvel, right? <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. And also that Kingpin is uh, massive. Like he's massive. I know. And his head is oddly small for how big his body is. Oddly placed amongst his shoulder yeah, area. Yeah, really odd. Um. So yeah. So favorite villain and favorite Spider-Man is basically what you're saying. Well, I was saying. Favorite Spider-Man of the many, and then favorite other character. Um, so we can like do other favorites, not just characters. I like it. I, I feel like, for my child's sake, I have to say Miles is my favorite Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. But one of my favorite Spider-Man that is not Miles, I got to pick Peter B. Peter B. Parker. Mm-hmm. I have to. Yeah. I yeah. have a. Yeah. I can't not. <laughs> I mean, he sent me a freaking recorded audio. Um, yeah, it's a bit biased on that one. I right? mean, fucking <clears throat> Jake. Yeah, and, and you I, didn't pay for it, right? It wasn't no. like a cameo thing. No. Right? So, I feel like Jake Johnson does an amazing. Like he's perfect for this. Oh, like yeah. the the rundown Spider-Man that is just like I've been doing this for a long time. I'm tired of it. My life's falling apart. Um. It's perfect. I love how he portrays the character. I love the character's arc because going into, like, when you first meet him, he's just like, I just want to get back home and just sit and do, eat pizza and do whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, He has no direction in life. And then through this process with Miles, he finds, like, his purpose, basically. Mm -hmm. Refines it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I love that portrayal of spider-man it's the first time we've ever seen that kind of like that kind of character of like i mean i've been doing this for so long i'm out of shape i'm fat well no it's kind of like fat thor a little bit like <laughs> fat thor yeah kind of like, but fat like thor. to your point though with spider-man like you're always thinking of like teenage or mm-hmm. college age character you're not thinking of a 40 year old Washed up, wearing sweatpants, and has a gut yeah. <laughs> version, right? Well, he's been doing and, it for 20 years or right. whatever, you know. Which is amazing, because you never get to see that version of Spider-Man in any really... I mean, there's 
bits of it in comics here and there, but usually they just reiterate them or rewrite them or somebody else writes them. But nobody yeah. really carries them that far into his life, or at least you don't get a glimpse of, of what he would be like and then how he would mentor or accept another Spider-Man. Yeah. And I'll close out with this. And listeners, listen to the end of this episode. We're going to put this next little bit on the very end. But an Easter egg? Yeah. Another reason I absolutely love um, Jake Johnson as this Spider-Man. So in, in 2020, if you're listening to this way in the future, we had this thing called COVID. Um, oh yeah, COVID. That's <laughs> and a bitch. Jake Johnson did this thing where you could email him, and he would send an audio recording to you as Spider Man. And like I had mentioned earlier, my son, this is his favorite movie, loved it, loves every aspect of it, and I wanted to surprise him, so I emailed him, just hoping he would send something back, and. I remember getting that email with the audio clip, and I was like, dude, RJ, I have a surprise for you. And I played it, and to see the joy on his face of, like, Spider-Man sent me a, he sent me a message. Like, he recorded something for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Was so cool, and I'll never forget it. I'll never forget his face when we started listening to it. Um, And it was really just a message that, he probably recorded it once and sent it to anybody he emailed it to. But mm-hmm. for RJ, he felt like it was meant just for him. Yep. Um, all about just being positive, just staying upbeat, all that stuff. It's so cool. Uh, and there's, I've never had that kind of experience with a movie character, uh, much less a animated character so it's so weird there's a lot of reasons why this movie means a lot to me and that's another aspect of why i love it so much man yeah i remember you played it for me and i was like i felt like rj i was like you did what dude that's awesome (laughs) i remember you told you told me that because i was like damn it because my closest version to anything remotely like Blowing my kid's mind about Spider-Man was we went to like this stupid store. I was like one of those museum-y kid science tour stores nearby. And Spider-Man showed up to take pictures and stuff. So my wife found out. She's like, oh my god, you gotta take him, you gotta take him. So we went. And he's like waiting in line. And he's like literally almost peeing his pants. He's like, he's jumping up and down. Like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, it's Spider-Man, it's Spider-Man. And the kid was really good. The guy who took the pictures and stuff with kids was was really, really cool. He spent a decent amount of time talking to Hal and... And took a cool picture. And then I was like, I thought I got some cool stuff. And then Ryan's like, well, Jake Johnson sent me a fucking book. I'm like, (laughs) I guess I'll never mention that ever until, you know, I'm going to pretend that it's a crappy story compared to a good story. (laughs) But yeah, Jake Johnson, I've always been a huge fan of his. Is he your favorite? For a long time. Is he your favorite in the movie? You know, since he picked uh, Jake, I'm going to have to go with Chris on this one. Just because he needs some love. I feel like his character was under rated not rated but like kind of can get forgotten in the film because he only has the beginning but like his character i think my favorite thing about chris pine's version is like he like kind of encapsulates that encapsulates that in between moment of like he's not quite as old and run down like he's right before that right right before J- michael or peter b parker's version mm-hmm. um 
where he's not quite burned out, but he's like staying hurt longer and feeling it and feeling them despite him. It's like, he's making cracks, but he's like, Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. <clears throat> okay. I guess that cough's not a good sign, <laughs> but like you can tell that even in those moments, he recognizes his spidey sense picks up and he realizes this is like way before miles even kind of has his footing or at all. And he identifies enough in miles to go, you need to help me with this. And like, you're like me and I'm going to show you the ropes. If you stick around and let me go uh, shut this big machine down real quick. And then we'll, <laughs> I'll yeah. teach you how to do it. But like in that moment, he was Peter Parker, man. Mm-hmm. Like he was voicing him and he was, Quippy well, he was, and his jokes, he was, his say, he was quipping. Was he was quipping really Dude, all good. of his little bits, his, his everything he did was was that version of Peter Parker was was really good. And you know, it's it's that's like my like benchmark is like, do I can I hear this character's voice in my head if I read the comic, right? And that's kind of like when like not to bring up uh, Jesus, I just blanked at his name, voice of Batman. Uh, Will Arnett? No. The guy who just passed away. <laughs> Kevin Conroy? Yeah, Conroy. <laughs> Kevin Conroy. So I watched the clip um, where uh, <laughs> Kevin Smith was doing, a, was doing a, a Q&A. And somebody asked him about his experience and whatever with Kevin Conroy. And he talked about how he grew up with that animated series, right? Like I did. And Kevin Conroy is the voice in his head. Of when he reads comics, that's what Batman sounds like. That's what Bruce Wayne sounds like. Like, he's the perfect voice for that. And to me, like, Chris Pine... Granted, I still like Jake Johnson, obviously. He's amazing. But I still liked... There's another version, right? And I was kind of like, all right, cool. I I can get with this one. Because, you know, I love Toby a lot. But, like, his... (laughs) His quippy timing was not, <laughs> not that does not hold up as much as, you know, some of the more recent. Andrew Garfield's a little better, and I really like Tom Holland. But, like, voice-wise, seeing a cartoon character, like, yeah. and then giving a shit and being emotionally attached. He's on, he was like, it reminded me, ironically, of Chris Hemsworth's cameo in Star Trek where he plays Kirk's father. He's only on screen for, like, 30 fucking seconds, and you're like, dude, this guy... Tugged all the damn hard strings. <laughs> and then he's like, and now I'm Thor. But like uh, but like Chris Pine pulling that off in this moment is like he he connects to to Miles so fast that and then you're like, This is fucking Peter Parker to me, you know? And then like, and he's dead. You're like, motherfucker. <laughs> but yeah. as we know, in every Marvel story, not everyone is always dead. So maybe he'll come back in the next film, maybe they'll bring him back, maybe he'll swing around. Probably not. We'll see. We'll see in uh, about half a year. <laughs> yeah, in about a half a year. Yep. But yeah, that was my... I'm going to put Mick him as my favorite Spider-Man for serious, but low-key Spider-Ham. Because fucking <laughs> Spider-Ham. Tom Mulaney was exquisite. <laughs> he was fucking amazing. It's if I was going to pick a dude, I would not have expected him, and I was like, nope, nobody else. Just... We can do it now. Chef's kiss. Of no a one can ever do Spider-Man better than him. <laughs> Gosh, and then he has this whole like cartoon that's mm-hmm. also included. If you buy yeah. the movie, if you watch the the alternate verse, it's right, it starts out with that. <laughs> it's so good. That's amazing. Yeah, i I feel like this is one of those movies where, kind of like in the prequel episodes that me and Paul did, Tropic Thunder, where yeah. you watch the movie. 
And every single time, you could easily pick a different Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you could pick Chris Pine. You could pick Jake Johnson. You could could even pick John Mulaney as Spider-Ham. Spider-Ham. But, like, typically, I definitely gravitate to the Peter B. Parker. Every time I watch it, I enjoy every single beat of that character. Like, to the point where he's like, eh, you know, you just... He's figured it out. That's yeah. how it goes. And he's like, I taught him everything he knows. It's like, I'm nothing. Exactly. <laughs> like, it's like, he can't do it on command. <laughs> and then he's like, and then I'm selecting a bagel. And like, you know, I've got to go get you more bread. Like just every single line that comes out. Just when you said that again, it just made me laugh. It's just like, yeah, do your, do your invisible thing. I can't do it on command. He can't. <laughs> Do it on command. I mean, he's 100%. I her pants when she heard that. He's today. 100% <laughs> his, his new girl character, but with yeah. Spider-Man powers. And that's oh, one yeah. of those characters that I've always loved. Like, I just yeah, love so good, new girl. that kind of carefree, just like, yeah, but he's also a slob. And he's like, I'm kind of over it. He's a little <laughs> like, lazy. Yeah. And his whole, like, intro thing, he's like, all right. I saved the day. Probably... A little too much. Yeah. <laughs> it's like probably shouldn't have a couple times, but yeah. Don't it's invest in his funny theme restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> Just, <laughs> don't invest in then he's like, this place uh, closed down in my universe six years ago. Couldn't think of why. <laughs> it's like, Jesus. Uh, it's probably causing food poisoning everywhere. But I also have a soft spot for Nicolas Cage. See, oh, I was I I had I was gonna make sure he got brought up, dude. Because he was rogue, man. He was left field. I was surprised. I, I was very yeah. surprised. I I'm one of those people that just likes Nicolas Cage. Like I like his movies. I yeah. I see it on TV or I see that he's coming out with a movie. I'm like, man, you know, he's still doing it. He's he's still going full cage, and dude. that's my favorite <laughs> but thing the in the specials. They gave him, the noir like dialogue yeah. he gets is so like hokey <laughs> oh. and hilarious. <laughs> I let the match burn down all the way to my fingertips just so I can, so I can feel, feel something. something. <laughs> feel something. Like, and then he's drink. got the Rubik's Cube. He's like, is, is this purple? purple? No. Oh. He's like, I don't understand colors. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm taking this. I don't understand it, but I'm going to try. <laughs> and he just disappears. That's <laughs> the like, thing he's going to say before he goes he's got, away. <laughs> he's got the wind that follows him everywhere he yeah. goes. It's just, it's How so good. Wind? We're in a basement. <laughs> but like... In the special features, in the special features, they have like all the like video of people recording, yeah. and he like delivers a line, and they're like, they're like, giving him a note. They're like, yeah, you know, it's good, but like we kind of want, and they pause, and he goes, you want me to go like full cage on it, <laughs> and they both look at each other like, yes, that's one hundred percent what we want, and it, then so it's like, just so from self- that point on. It is Where? the character. It is so good. Well, he just made a movie of that, about like that moment, but in a whole movie where it's just like he's just so he realizes how over the top he's he's recognized for being. Yeah, and he just leans into it so fucking hard. The like <laughs> embarrassing it. weight of crushing talent or something yeah, like that, yeah, like yeah, whatever yeah. that movie's called. Yeah, <laughs> with Pedro Pascal. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, but I just I love I just I love Nicolas Cage. And yep. in, in this yep. movie especially, like, he's who I usually gravitate to if I'm not focusing on the Jake Johnson version. 
Yeah. And then if I'm thinking of villains, I really like Helen Mirren as yeah. uh, Doc Ock. Like, she was perfectly cast for that. To to kind of throw you off, too, for a second. Cause like, Did you say Helen Mirren? Is that, no. Oh, um, no. I said the wrong name. It's fucking Agatha Harkness. Yeah. Hel- oh, gosh. Oh, what's her last no. name? We have it's, lost uh, the name. Jesus Christ. Uh, you got Kath- it. Uh, you got it. You Catherine get it. Hahn. Yes. Catherine Hahn. Yes. How did I get to hell? I Mirren? don't know. <sighs> Keep it in the episode because that's just uh, golden opportunity oh, to make fun of me. <laughs> we're not deleting that. That's hilarious. <laughs> However, uh, Helen Mirren is in the new, uh, like, I don't know if you guys are watching She's... Yellowstone. You guys uh, are watching one with Harrison watch, Ford. You need to watch the fucking new Yellowstone. Yes. Because if you don't watch it, you're not going to get why. Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren are playing in a fucking prequel series because it's so goddamn good. Harrison Ford's basically playing like Kevin Costner's grandfather, and he's basically like they're playing the same character. Love it. But like they're both just old crotchety cowboys, and it's amazing. But no, Catherine Hahn. Yeah, not Hahn. I mean, honestly, Helen Mirren would be a good cast, by the way. She'd be a good Aunt May. She'd be a dope one. <laughs> could see, see her being one of those great Aunt Mays. Um, but no, Catherine Hahn. I, I don't know how yeah. I even came close to messing that up, but yeah. I did. I mean, I happens. agree with you. She is by far the best of the villains. Yes. Oh, yeah. Her delivery is impeccable. And also, like, the lines she gets are pretty clever, too. Like, like, like it doesn't sound like Catherine Hahn... Entire like it sounds like she's out of her element, like in a, be- a different a different place. Like yeah, it sounds a little bit more like plays, a young even Helen Mirren. Right? Harkness, uh, <laughs> I love Catherine Hahn, but she often plays like the same character, not the same, but like elements of herself and all the characters. Mm-hmm. This time, it's like she's so one thing. One thing different. I did this time watching it is trying to pick up on her voice earlier in the movie. Yeah, before you find out she's Doc Ock. Yeah. And you can hear it a little bit in that first collider thing when Spider-Man gets his face put in it and um all that happens. You can you can it's a little distorted but you can hear her voice fairly decently. And when all the villains are standing there in the circle, I think mm-hmm. right after Spider-Man gets killed, she's the only one that runs away really quick cuz he says go fix it and she just runs away. So you don't really get to see her. But you can hear her voice a little bit, which, like that scene where Spider-Man's in her office. Yeah. Like, how she starts off as a scientist and then transforms into Doc Ock. It's so cool. When you first, first see her so in cool. the, uh, when he goes to the school, like, the Yeah, clip. she's in yeah, the... Yeah, she's on the video. Walks in, yeah. 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 And that's when I heard her voice the first time. I was like, that fucking... But no, she That's can, how I knew that it was, tell, she was going to be the villain. You like, can notice Fuck. her voice... Um, in that first scene, you don't see her. You can hear her voice in the background mm-hmm. when the collider is going. Yeah, yeah, the first time. Um, but yeah, like, like when she's just like, "Oh, it's gonna be so painful," and I can't wait to watch every <laughs> second of it. Oh my god, You're like it's so dark. Oh dang, she gets so, so dark good. so fast. Yeah, <laughs> I like when she says, "My uh, my friends call me Liv, but my enemies call me Doctor." <laughs> I was it's, like, oh, it's just one oh. of those castings that I didn't. <laughs> and then Aunt May, oh great, it's Liv. <laughs> it's, uh, Lily Tomlin. Uh, yeah. Spoiler: She's my second. She's my other favorite character. That Aunt May, that version she's of Aunt good. May, that is she's so like good. self-aware and like 
involved in helping make shit. Very and like, Alfred-y. And like, when, when very she's Alfred. sitting there with a cup of tea waiting for Miles, she's like, it's about freaking time. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, oh, Peter. And then she's like, then she's like playing it off. And then she like walks into this thing and boots her fucking back door open and like goes in the, down this elevator. She's like, you think you're the first ones who thought to come here? Yeah. Yeah. She's like, awesome. She's so on it. But I do love that that line where she's like, oh, great. Live. I was like, Oh my god! <laughs> Excellent. Or, or what if she had been voiced by Liv Tyler? Take this outside, <laughs> just and whispering. Then all of a sudden she's just punting whispering. Tombstone out of the freaking house. Dude, she baseball bat. Take it out. outside. <laughs> she boots it with a baseball bat out the front door. Gosh, she's awesome. Well, we know that we love the whole movie. What's your favorite scene if you had to pick one? Oh, shit balls. The whole movie. That's the that's the question. So <laughs> the whole movie. I am. Again, this comes down to I I hate relating everything to like it being sentimental for me, but I can't help it. Son of a bitch. Especially with this Heart movie. Strings. Um that's okay cuz I won't do that. <laughs> that's okay. This is look, cold bitch. This is why I <laughs> this is why I put this movie on a freaking piece of paper. Twice. Um I did too. I think I put them both of my papers. It's <laughs> it's nearly impossible to pick a favorite scene, so that so that's why I have to go this route for me. Um, it is when like when Miles goes to see Uncle Aaron, he leaves school and goes to his apartment. I I love that interaction. It's just fun, um, but. The whole shoulder touch, the hey. <laughs> and oh, yeah. I love it so much because there was one day I was sitting at home and RJ just walks up to me and he just puts his arm on my shoulder <laughs> and looks story. at me and goes, hey. <laughs> and I just, I was like, oh my gosh. Oh, so this funny. is amazing. I've <laughs> made hilarious. it as a father. You're so like, we're watching Spider-Man now. <laughs> yeah. You want to go watch the movie? Up. Yeah, let's go. Um... But no, I mean, Dude, he I uses love that it. on fucking Kingpin to take him out. Yeah, exactly. That's a great fucking pull. Like, a great, so like, everything circles in this movie. Yeah. So, well. so I love that so much, um, and it's just something we still do today. So <laughs> that's awesome. Of yeah, it's really easy to pick any scene in this movie and tell why you love it. I mean, but I think it's. If I had to give you a second one that doesn't have sentimental value, it's the whole when they're in the office going into the computer. Freaking love that scene. <laughs> it's so good. I got the password. How old <laughs> you are ready? you? You don't look a day over 35. <laughs> oh, my God. Gosh, that's so good. Take like, the whole computer and the monitor. Like, the <laughs> whole... We don't need the monitor. It throws it away. <laughs> we don't it's, need this. It's just like characters. It's like... You can pick a different one every time that you yeah. watch it. So, like, for me, today, when I was watching it, I think one of my favorite scenes, besides the two that you've already mentioned, is when he's dragging the passed out Peter B. Parker yes. oh through God. Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, my and like, God. So they're weird. like, uh, it's a spider person carrying a dead hobo, <laughs> dead hobo. <laughs> or like a corpse a of a homeless man, man. <laughs> like it's like they mentioned it like three times that it's clearly this like homeless man that's dead <laughs> that he's just <laughs> slinging through the city oh and then they God. finally like just in the scene is like anybody want to like 
just go around no all right thanks new york <laughs> like it's so good and there's so many points in that that will kind of also go into a little bit of a baby con but like that whole scene is just so ridiculous and it's miles trying to like figure out his powers on the fly after he's already failed to figure out his powers so yeah. he's like he's like oh this is kind of working and yeah. he's just destroying peter b parker the whole time and, <laughs> and you're just like oh man imagining if he had been like conscious for the scene makes it even funnier because <laughs> right? like just knowing all the things that jake johnson would be saying it's 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 a great scene i love it yeah. <laughs> agree nice nice um, I'm gonna call. Hey, smooth move to not get it on the mic entirely. Hey, I'm pretty good at this. <laughs> like a seasoned pro. I haven't missed a beat. Um, <sighs> let me think. So mine, so mine's tough because like I like kind of take two scenes and kind of connect them, like the opening scene with Peter Parker and like the way he goes around to try to take out the the uh, reactor, and then like how it completely loops around and connects to like a whole different version where like not only is miles traversing an infinitely more dangerous path, but also figures out a way to like do it exactly, do exactly like the same despite flying trains and buses and all yeah. kinds of weird shit. He still manages to follow the same trajectory and the same path. And he remembered exactly what the other Peter Parker did another Spider-Man pulled off. Yeah. I love how it looked, how it's, Everything from the beginning all comes back to the end. All of I, yeah, characters, it's even though yeah. they're like different stories and different whatever, they all have the same morals, the same lessons they learn for whatever reason they've gone through their own trauma, you know. But they can connect to each other in like a like they connect on top of the fact that they recognize that they're Spider Men or Spider People. They uh, they recognize, you know. He's like, you won't understand. She's like, honestly. We're the only ones in the universe who would understand. would. Right. And I think that is kind of amazing because I liked how they introduced this concept. I was curious about how they're going to pull it off with uh, this version being like, like all these characters have already been established, right? Or at least versions of them. And um, Miles has already been introduced in the comics. He's got... He's got an origin story, you know, and like, and having, giving him a new-ish one and then introducing it right out of the gate where he's been basically Spider-Man for two days at the end of this movie. And yeah, I think it's beautiful. I think it's cool because it intertwines him with a unique perspective on being Spider-Man that's different than all the other ones who had to learn things for years on their own, if not decades, being yeah. a solo act and not identifying with the other ones so was, until now i was grabbing the beers what was your favorite scene like the final collider well i was talking miles? about how like the first and the last connect exactly the same despite mm-hmm. miles having to go through like a epically in, infinitely more complicated version but he still manages to duplicate it almost identically gotcha but i thought how like i like how there's that scene where they all connect to each other on that level of like understanding the trauma that he's going through and now he's so new but the idea that he's willing to sacrifice himself for them on top of the fact that he identifies this is his his universe and they don't belong in this dimension they all have to go home 
and he's willing to step up the first day he's been Spider-Man. You know, like he wants to do it immediately. And yeah. He pulls it off, you know, but like I just think it's interesting because all the other characters get decades or years to figure themselves out and he still teaches them all something, you know. It's like, interesting. It's all connected. Yeah. But like I think Iron Man my other, three. like but my favorite four miles is that like scene where he just pulls all that shit together and he goes on his little <laughs> yeah. arc and it's like it flips inverts him and it goes he's going up when he's going down and it sort of like symbolizes Bro. him rising into <coughs> his own as 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 Spider Man. When he's yeah. finally like it's swinging such, in the new suit so and everything. Amazing looking, yeah. Man. It was That's... such a like like that scene alone is just like it's so well done. It's so well like epically like like the choreographed, just the, like the music pouring at the same time, dude. Like the soundtrack, it's like all oh, final the favorite movement thing, that he takes through the city and woven. Final favorite thing is freaking soundtrack, dude. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Soundtrack in this movie is good. Um, I think it's now three years in a row that I um a song from this movie has been in my top 10 most played in spotify mm-hmm. i mean <laughs> i listen to it sunflower like on fucking repeat oh yeah well rj's favorite song is what's up danger what's up danger yeah um i literally in the car today so i left my house we got my mom a kitten for her birthday and for christmas <laughs> And we're bringing it to her today because I'm not holding a kitten in my house for three weeks. We were taking it to her, and Isley, my two-year-old, was sitting in the back seat saying, "I want to listen, danger. I want to listen, danger." <laughs> she loves the song already too. Yeah, I love it. So that's that's how much this movie and the related content of this movie impacts my household. But I- the soundtrack is phenomenal i'll listen to it just like in spurts like i'll listen to the whole like soundtrack while i'm working out or something like that and then like because i listened to a couple songs i'm now just listening to it in my car (laughs) to where like my daughter will be like why are you listening to spider-man on the car i'm like (laughs) my family knows my family knows when riot by duckworth comes on it is, I'm cranking it up to as loud as whatever I'm listening to it on can go, and that's happening. But if it's it, in the car, it just... if it's in the car, Kayla hears it, and she immediately is like, oh, uh... don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> it just, yeah. it hits so well throughout the whole movie. Like, yeah. it plays well with all the visuals, and yeah. they play things at the right time, obviously. Yeah. Like, it's... yeah. But I think my favorite part though is when Sunflower first plays and he doesn't know any of the words. It's so good, and he's like <laughs> or, trying to like he uses the marker, the sharpie, or the uh, highlighter, going, Ooh, like to move his <laughs> well, voice no. box. Because so when he's hanging, funny. when he's hanging in the in the uh, he... lab office, yeah, he's just like, <laughs> yeah, and he's like yeah, using he's his fingers better. like they're on a piano, like yeah. <laughs> to finally hit the note. Gosh, like he doesn't like he knows like three of the lyrics. It's, it's such a freaking high school it's kid. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, such a freshman in high school. Like, yeah, I got it. I it's my get favorite it. song, but I don't know any of the words. <laughs> I know the beat. That counts. Yeah, right? <laughs> but yeah, just, this movie is just, from start to finish, All it's always good. It's amazing. Yeah. It's visually perfect. Like, I don't know how we're going to do this next section. Anybody got comms? I have one. <laughs> I have two. 
Two. I have one that almost doesn't count. <laughs> I have one. So wait, my, why, don't go, why don't you go first, Whit? My only con is that the ultimate like arc of the movie and layout of the movie is predictable. Like you know that he's going to struggle with his powers and he's not going to be accepted by all these other Spider-Men initially, yeah. but that he's going to be the one that comes in and saves the day at the exact end where he needs to show up and that they're all like it's just it's the predictable superhero-y origin story movie, yeah. you know. But you didn't predict them Peter Parker getting murdered by Kingpin. You did not see that coming. I did not predict that. No. If but, you said that, you'd be full of shit because that was. But I knew that it very surprising. But that didn't like. It wasn't like yeah. That didn't shock me to the level where I was like blown away by it. I was just like, oh, that's different. But I knew that the story was more about Miles, so I knew that they. I get it. I mean, right. the fact that they it's, needed a way it's for one it of the to stories. Be. I don't know how to do this. Oh, I'm gonna screw up really bad. They're going to leave me. Yes. I'm going to figure it out, and it's I'm going to save the day. Origin. My dad or my uncle is going to give me a pep talk, and then, boom, here I go. You know, I don't know. It's just, it's not, ultimately, at the end of the day, I love this kind of a story. So, it's that's why I say it doesn't really count, because it's kind I mean, of the blueprint for these. There was a couple twists that I, I mean, it was predictable, 100%. Like, I agree with you on that. Like, you can see a lot of things, like. Like, there's like 39 Easter eggs before you realize, oh, it's Doc Ock, yeah, it's all your glasses and the fucking <laughs> lamps and fucking everything. <laughs> but uh, but either way, there's some things in it that were like that. But like, in general, like, there's like a bits where like, like, you don't know it's gonna, like, you think, oh, they're going to take him out. He's going to knock him all on the ground or some crap, and then he's going to beat Kingpin by himself. But they're gone, and then Kingpin goes after him, and he is completely alone. And that part is interesting because he's been Spider-Man for 25 fucking minutes. <laughs> you know, like... And the fact that yeah. he does succeed in in the way he does and survive the things that he does is interesting. It's an interesting take on if you don't know the story of Miles at all, it's it's new, right? Like, yeah. It's new because yeah. for all the other ones, it took them a long time to figure themselves out. And, and Miles picks shit up quick, like way quicker. And he gets to turn invisible and he has electric fucking power. So like... He's got a couple things up on the other Spider-Man that the other ones don't get. Speaking of electric powers, that's my con. <laughs> really? <laughs> so when they're in his dorm room and um, Jake Johnson's Spider-Man is holding him, when he says, turn invisible yeah. or Venom strike me, the fact that he says that when er, like. The night before, he's just saying, oh, he can do electricity. Yeah. And then eight hours later, he comes up with this very creative name to call it. I mean, that's pretty typical of Peter Parker to, like, come up with zingers and stuff like that. But, like, the idea that he names the name of the power (laughs) is pretty interesting. Because it's not like anyone else named it already. No. That's the only con I got. My, but I I also know like that's what it's called. So it's just like, oh, how are you throwing in what those powers are actually called? Uh, no, it's like uh, screenwriting. I mean, maybe guess. just one. randomly throw it in there. <laughs> Get it guess. in there. But I mean, honestly, it doesn't really like it doesn't even make 
sense as a name because it's not no. really Venom either. No, it doesn't. So exactly. Like it's funny because maybe people who didn't know that it was called that are like, "What's stupid? What is an idiot? Mm-hmm. What kind of weird name? <laughs> what does he think it is? Electricity or actual venom?" <laughs> but he can't do it on demand. Yeah. But he can't, can't do, do it, it on, on command. command. <laughs> oh boy, so good. Um, <laughs> Every shit. line, just so good. That actually, well, one of mine is a depending on which version you watch, con. Oh, come on. But it is significant because it's an epic scene. It's one of my favorite scenes. So, like, in uh, that scene, that epic scene where he's, like, coming into his own, he's flying up, but down up. Mm -hmm. Um, In the extended version, they throw, like, a storyboard clip where he fucking hits a bus and falls to the ground again. (laughs) And the part that it just sucks you out of, like the moment where you like, I get why they were trying, they were going to do it and why they included it. Cause it's, it's something they cut out and something they had thought of as another direction of perspective on that moment. But it just takes you out of the idea that he's finally figured his shit out. Mm-hmm. And it's, it takes you away from that. Cause it's, he stumbles again when he's already done stumbling. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's done his stumbling and now he's, doing some crazy shit yeah. and flips you've and seen him trip acrobat. on his shoelaces yeah. enough times and now he's falling like a thousand feet off a fucking building and then fucking hits a bus and then he's like oh gets back up and you're like ah, it's a bit nah to my, my son it goes what i don't like that version <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> i was like i agree with you buddy I took me right out oh. of it he's like yeah last time it was just it felt better and this part just doesn't seem necessary i'm like yeah it's why it's all in pencil <laughs> like yeah you got it man but like, uh that one technically doesn't count if you see the theatrical version because it's not in it, so it doesn't ruin it. But I mean that it's a it's like night and day for me. Like it was so I did not see it coming, and I was like, "What the frig? Like, why? Why would they do that?" That's um, like it's like a, if you watch the extended Lord of the Rings and like he's like for Frodo and then trips and like fucking falls in the dirt and then gets back up. <laughs> you know, it's like it would just suck you right out of that whole it's moment. Like, uh... <laughs> Aragorn just falls over like fuck. <laughs> No, don't like that. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't like it. I don't like it. Skip fast forward. <laughs> and but uh, and then the- another one was kind of along the lines of yours, but not the same. Like one thing I noticed the first time I watched it was because there's so much fucking shit in it, it's hard to follow, and it's so chaotic and yeah. like colorful and like if you have Tourette's you're probably gonna die and like it's just so flashy and all over the place and changes colors and everything that if you're you can easily get distracted and lose yourself in, and lose the plot and lose the point um I remember that like I mean I watched it going oh man I gotta I gotta focus cause like there's so much crap I wanna catch it all I wanna catch all the easter eggs but I also don't wanna lose what the fuck is going on cause it feels like it's a cool story you know but they do a good, good enough job with the music and the story and moving it along well enough to where you don't get lost. But I could see like people easily getting lost in it. Yeah. You know, there's, there's one part where it makes a lot of sense and that's when he's at school and he's like, why, why are my thoughts so loud? Right. Why is it like, like all this stuff? Yeah. 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 That part makes sense. Right. But that part is in the moment where you're, that's like one of the most, my favorite things about the film is where they try to, they visually add things to make you feel like you are him for a moment. Mm-hmm. Like you're going through it with him. 
which is very comic booky. And then on top of that comic booky is he finds like a Spider-Man comic book and reads it and relates to it because it's Peter Parker's origin. And he's like, oh, oh, what did he do? He's like ripping the pages out of the comic stuck to yep. his fingers. And it is and literally so meta. the first Spider-Man comic. Yeah. Like it's... It's so meta it's and so mind-blowing, good. the Easter egg. It's just Easter egg for Easter egg for Easter egg. It's so beautiful. And like, well done in that regard. One other thing I failed to mention, though, not con, but one of my favorite things that I forgot to bring up was, speaking of Catherine Hahn's voice, when she's chasing after him, it's like, slow down, boys, or I'll catch you, boys. Like, it always feels, another angle that is, like, it feels video gamey to me. You ever notice, like, where, like, if you're playing, that's the moment where you're, like, swinging through the woods and you're, like, a freaking, you know, one of her arms flies at you or, like, and a you have to dodge it. Like- yeah. Prince you could y feel like you're, you could, I could easily play that video game, and it sounds like the audio, like her voice, is farther away and closer, and it sounds like it's it's designed to be a video game, like you're inside of this game. It's so well put together that way, especially her, yeah. especially when Doc Ock is running around and her voice. All those scenes where you just you hear but you don't see her, and it fucking creeps you out because you're like, oh god, she's getting closer. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, I feel like I have to mention a scene that wasn't mentioned yet because it's absolutely hilarious. Because we just have to mention every <laughs> yeah, right? scene in the movie. <laughs> like, well, I don't think I have any more cons. It's um, uh, <laughs> the bread scene. <laughs> How have we not thought about that? That's one of the best, funniest scenes in this movie. You should. You deserve all the bread that you want. All, all the, the bread, bread that you want. <laughs> I like that. In No Way Home, they then use bread to test if they have the spider sense. Yeah, I yeah. don't just dodge bread. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I feel like somehow, like <laughs> this movie roll. influenced. Like this was the movie that was like, okay, No Way Home. Like people want this. It's worked in this movie already. It's getting a sequel. Like. We can pull this off. Like we well, can they have... already, like they already met at it with the. Uh, then this happened. It shows those yeah. scenes where he's dancing, and I was like, "Oh crap!" You fucking slapped him in the face with that one. But he's but, also dancing. Well, we don't talk about that. Well, we don't talk. About but that. he's also dancing in the Spider-Man suit, so it's technically a totally different dancing oh, than yeah. the it's, original. <laughs> it's ridiculous. He's in a yeah another black suit. But it's just such a meta movie that just this is the type of movie that allows me to be like. Okay, like Spider-Man can be multiple characters, multiple actors, multiple like Anybody across all these universes. Anyone can wear the mask. It's if you get bitten by it. If, if they get bitten by a crazy <laughs> radioactive spider. I love it. Kind of and well, just that part of him going back to see the spider is like, it's just a normal spider. It was a normal spider. There's nothing wrong with the spider. And then he sees the spider. And, and then it starts like glitching you like that was the one part of the movie where uh like the first time i watched it i was like oh it's gonna be like a dramatic like reaction to the spider bite and then he just like yeah (laughs) it's like and that's done and then walks away oh man it's it's a perfect spider-man movie yeah Yeah, oh that reminds me that was one of my cons goblin green goblin is like way underused. Like they have him in that initial scene. He's like a mindless monster, but like there's no backstory for him at all and no well, I feel like for him. The same with Tombstone and Scorpion. But at least like, those two got like dialogue. He just was like, and, like 
didn't really get yeah, there was like, a little bit of dialogue in that first fight with uh like a, spider-man like a henchman i feel like, like yeah he's not osborne you know what no I, mean? I agree i feel and, like, like osborne you know, evolves into that character not like yeah. it's definitely not his like his like first fucking version and you have no idea who he is you just know he's got the fucking hat so you're like oh he's green goblin i feel like <laughs> i feel like mahershal ali was a great uncle Aaron, oh, shit, yeah but i mean donald glover could have come back and reprised it <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I mean, no. there's still a chance. <laughs> like, it's so much better. <laughs> like, can you imagine Donald Glover as the voice in this movie, though? Just yeah. like, I mean, there's still a potential because, like, they haven't introduced Miles in the MCU and they're going, they need to. And Donald Glover's not a child. He can still pull off that specific character. He can pull it off. No, I'm saying for this movie. Oh, like, I know, I know. What I'm saying, though, is, like, you know, it's another universe, so they could definitely, he could still use. <laughs> Him in the real life. Like, yeah, action. we were going to use Mahershala, but we got Donald in here. It's like. Well, didn't Donald already do Miles? He did his. He's his uncle, uncle in, in uh, uh, Homecoming. Homecoming. No, he was the voice of Miles Morales initially in cartoons. Oh, was he? Yeah. That's why everyone was like, he's got to be Miles. And they're like, oh, he's too old. Oh, I guess he could be the uncle. And then they made him <laughs> the uncle. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. Bitto trivia. But I love it. Yeah. Everything about it. Speaking of super meta, yeah. Yeah, speaking of super meta, what beer are we drinking? Beer. <laughs> a beer on the podcast a, with um, beer in the Yet name. another buffalo dick. <laughs> what kind of buffalo dick, Ryan? <laughs> it's a... Uh... Say it. Say it. Say it out loud. No, thank you. Say it. It is the Wild Leap Coco Caliente. Yes. (laughs) Coco Caliente. It's a a Mexican-style chocolate stout. It's pretty pretty dark and awesome. It looks like fucking wet chocolate coming out of the... (laughs) Like, if you were to make chocolate milk, but with water (laughs) instead of milk. Um, It's delicious. It looks amazing. It's one of the better chocolate stouts I've had. Like, oh damn! Well, wow. it's because with the Mexican stout, you don't or Mexican chocolate, you get a little more spice in it, which yeah, takes away like a lot of the sweetness, which mm-hmm. is great. Oh yeah, because um, you don't want a beer to be super so sweet. So we had it. Did we have the Mexican cake on the podcast? We before? had king cake. King cake. Mm. We've had the death by king cake, which was so really good. Westbrook. We'll have to have this on the podcast at some point. Westbrook makes a Mexican Holy cake. Shit, there's habanero in here. Um, that is phenomenal. So I'll have to get that. But yeah, that's why I love when I saw this, like the Mexican style chocolate stout, because they use a little bit more spice with their chocolate rather than making it super sweet. It's a, little a bit. There's spicy sweet. And serranos in this bitch. So that's a lot of spice. Just reading the can. That's what I just did. That's why I said that. If you don't do wild things when you're young, you'll have nothing to smile about when you're old. It's a better quote. Much yeah. better quote this time. Um, better than the Sir Mix-a-Lot. Juicy double. <laughs> oh no no. Oh, this is a good one. Coco Caliente is a big, thick Mexican chocolate stout with <laughs> real liquid cacao. Uh, and cinnamon, cinnamon. and spice <laughs> up with a blend of habanero and serrano peppers. I was sitting there going like, 
What is the big word that's holding him up right here? Cinnamon. <laughs> Cinnamon. Uh, or was it no, Anne? No, no, no. It, it was it was Anne. It was Anne. Anne. Oh. Those three letters. <laughs> Dimeed. I lost my spot. <laughs> but no, like, chocolate stouts are always pretty good. But, like, having that spice into it. Yeah, some of them are, like, overly sweet. And you're just, you can't drink that much of it. Yeah, I wouldn't usually want to drink two of them. But I like this guy. This is delicioso. But, no, I, like, I wasn't surprised. So, usually, with the Mexican chocolate, there's, like, you put, like, cayenne or, like, some sort of, like, Mm -hmm. medium-of-the-road spice. You got some balls putting a habanero in there. That shit is... Like, uh, up there. Like, if you're not, you don't know the, like the Scoville scale. It's like jalapenos are like six to seven thousand, and habaneros are like three hundred to five hundred thousand, which is a big difference. And serranos <laughs> Yo, are somewhere. It's, it's a in decent the, difference depending on the serrano. Well, like, habaneros are delicious. Yeah. See, that is. I think at that level, and this is getting off topic, but. Habaneros are at the spice level where they still have really good flavor. Yeah, like yeah, but they're fucking. They, they are. Once you get that. past that, that's when it's just like, let me burn the shit out of my tongue. Yeah, yeah it's like, what kind of painful burn can we find? Yeah, for, like, and I'll be yeah. pooping lava. Well, I'll give you that. But, Habaneros have a very awesome flavor too. So. Once you, if you like, if you combine them like in this way with something that milds out the the heat, the fucking dope flavor comes out, which is really good. Like. I remember when we used to go to Taco Mac all the time, I would get the habanero barbecue wings, and they were so spicy, but it was so freaking good. And I always would get the Three Mile Island just mm-hmm. to burn the shit on my tongue and be like, yeah. why am I doing this? Yeah. I should get one that tastes good. When I was young, I, I, used to I want my poop to hurt tomorrow. Wings. <laughs> Up in New York, it's like the thing is like the spiciest fucking wings. There's a place called Scoobers. That all my high school buddies would know is like, is a, uh, it's not, I don't think it's there anymore. I think it went out of business, but like, it was a one off place and it was amazing. And they had like, like, through my island wings are like fucking nothing. They have like incredibly spicy shit. Oh, yeah. I melt your goddamn face. It's I've like, signed like you, waivers. Some of the wings you eat will be like, you'll look like the Nazi in fucking Temple of Doom. <laughs> or no, yeah. I, Lost Ark. I, I've signed waivers to eat buffalo wings yeah. and like, those put you in your place. Yeah, yeah like, I won't ah. ever do that again. Yeah, I probably would do it. The, only, one the more closest time. thing I've, the worst <laughs> spice version I ever had was in Vegas. I had a ghost chili burger. Like me and my buddies, we all like a one of the hostesses of the restaurant went and one on a break, <laughs> and she we cut it into pieces. We all had a piece like like about a quarter sized, and every one of us took a bite of it. And basically, like they make this ghost chili sauce, and then they just like dip the fucking soak the burger in it. And then they fucking cook it, and the cooking does nothing to take the heat away. It is fucking fire. So you put the thing in your mouth, and like it literally just burns like a brand in your <laughs> face. Like you feel where it first contacted the inside of your mouth for like 24 hours. And then it's not bad. It goes down. You're like, oh, cool. So then, like, all of us had this horrific experience at the same moment. <laughs> it, so we all came to work, and all of us were like, uh, and. Uh, like one of my buddies looks at me and I look at him. And I'm like, "Did you? Did you wake up at six in the morning?" And he's like, "Yeah, did you?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And then all of us, all everyone who had it, were like, came up together and we're like, "So, did you? Did you shit a fireball too? Like, did you shit an entire? Like, it felt like you were literally just yeah, like 
like giving birth to a fireball the size of your head. It was horrifyingly <clears throat> painful. I was like, that's one of those like you pray to God that you're like you'll never swear again. You'll never like drink a beer. Like. <laughs> You'll never do yep. anything wrong. You'll never yep. drink a beer that's been brewed never with do habaneros. <laughs> that's never... why I just said there's no way I'm gonna I, I'm gonna do any crazy hot spicy stuff anymore because Dude. my stomach cannot handle it anymore, and my man. butthole does not want it. No. <laughs> even if my stomach can handle it, my butt's like hell no. Don't even do that shit, bro. Like well, I I literally I know I know. I, if somebody says ghost chili, I have PTSD where I'm like, no, get the fuck away from me. My butt, <laughs> my butt literally says, I know I'm the asshole, but you're the asshole if you eat it. <laughs> you are not going to enjoy this. <laughs> it will not be. It will not be uh, good. It will not be quick. <laughs> it's like that so line yeah. from fucking. Listeners. I will make this. Hurt. It's like that. It's like that quote from Sparta. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, <laughs> if you have to sign a waiver oh to God. eat spicy wings, you might as well just. Not do it because the next day will be terrible. No. <laughs> but if you that is see, not this beer though. This beer. Is if delicious. you see this beer in the store and you buy it, it is not going to blow you away with spiciness. But it has all the flavorful notes of Dude, those they did peppers. A really good job blending all the notes in here, man. That's really good. And I love just sitting here and having like. If you sit here long enough, you'll feel in your mouth. You're like, hmm. I feel like there's a little bit of spice residue in my mouth. Yeah. And I kind of like it. You laugh, but you're going to take a sip and wait like, I don't know, two, three minutes before you take another one. And you go, you're going to sit there. Not lingering. Oh, yeah. No, I was just it's waiting there. for Paul to be like, yes, yeah, what she said. What? That's what she said. He did it. Um, but no, it's, it's very balanced and good layers of flavor. Like, I am mostly tasting the chocolate, which doesn't usually like staying power of the chocolate. That doesn't usually happen with chocolate porters for me. Like, true. I usually taste one like, ah, oh, they tried, but this one, well, it's I like a- taste the chocolate, but I taste the spiciness See, on the back end. Like, I like I, it. I like this so much because most of them you're gonna get that chocolate sweet maple syrup taste that tastes almost artificial. You're just going to sit there and be like, yeah, this is good for a couple sips, but my stomach hurts now. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm getting mm. I'm getting a lot of that chocolate. Like, just the chocolate. Not the maple syrupy thickness of yeah. it. Yeah. Like, doesn't feel like that now. But, like, I have a good flavor of chocolate like that real doesn't... Cacao. It like doesn't real usually... Cacao. It's the liquid cacao. It's liquid cacao. They put wow, in there. cacao. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but no, this is absolutely delicious, and I would put this up against pretty much any of the chocolate porters or stouts yeah. that I've had. And we will have to try. Ooh, we'll keep this one. We'll keep the one can we have left. We'll try it side by side with Mexican cake if I can find it. And then we'll go from there. I like this one. Like, this reminds me a lot of that Death by King Cake one, too, which was really good. So, like, I have a feeling that those are very similar and sounds extra delicious. Extra delicious. Extra delicious. All right. Son of Do you guys think they're going to reboot this anytime soon? Nope. That's not I wrote possible. Nope. How, how would they even do that? They won't. Well, I mean, they're, doing a, they're doing a sequel... 
But and then the, and then there's another sequel for the twenty twenty four. Yeah, they already pre-planned a, yeah, tr- a yeah. trilogy. They're already <laughs> banking on the next sequel just being so. Who incredible. Do you, instead of predicting a recasting reboot, what about predicting characters for the sequel? If you don't know them already, do you know I ain't even gonna bother. Yeah, like when I was thinking in my notes, I was Go like, for it. in the sequel, who do I want to see come in to this universe? Well, villain-wise, you can at least guess villains. Well, I mean, they're going to bring Venom in somehow. Maybe. Maybe they won't. And probably Carnage. Maybe. Like He's not in 2099, though. If they didn't somehow bring them in, like they'd be missing out on a very huge market that is... like. The hot stove is right here right now. Like, yeah, but they might be sick. I mean, they've got to because... People are the, still in the Venom Carnage train. What, the yeah. new... Um, that new Spider-Man... The Video Spider-Man game. game with Miles and regular Spider-Man is coming out with, with Venom. Venom in it. The, like, okay. But they this, have the... Next year, right? So they've got to. It's yeah, got 2023. To. Uh, yeah. Entirely. I mean, the yeah. Spider-Man movies came out, or games like, came out, and like to not have either tapes. Venom or the Lizard or Mysterio or you know some of these pretty Dude, big I names. See Mysterio. Do what? I want to see Mysterio fucking go nuts in this universe. It'd be cool, wouldn't it? Dude, <laughs> what they fucking pulled off with Far From Home alone? Imagine what they could do with animation. Jesus. H Christmas. <laughs> Jesus H Christmas. I Love am. It. I want to see it. And I want Bruce Campbell to voice him. Calling it. Ooh. I. I. I love Calling everything that about that. Shit. Is it spoiling if we know that Vulture's going to be in this new one? Nah. Uh, <laughs> do you know who's nah. voicing it? Is it Malkovich? Uh, Is it John Malkovich? Jorma Takone. Ooh, Jorma. Jorma. From fucking uh, Lonely Island. That sounds awesome. Nice. Love he it. He just played uh, P.B. Herman in the Weird Al biopic. Did he really? He did. He did. I and, need to watch that. I haven't seen that yet. Uh, fuck, what did... He's been God in a it. lot of stuff, like low-key. Keith played somebody else. Fuck, did Keith play? God damn, that movie was so fucking ridiculous and over the top. <laughs> well, it was, it was on purpose. It was. Did you watch it? Oh my I haven't God. I haven't watched it's it, but I've amazingly insane. And like, if you watched UHF, then it's somebody mentioned it was like a sequel to UHF. In a way, it's not, but it's like it's definitely like in the vein of it because it just none of it makes any sense, and it doesn't like time doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> like everything happens in 1985, all of it, like sure. everything that Why happened Weird Al happened in a fucking year. <laughs> like, Why not? Including making uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, or I mean uh, Amish Paradise, which is fucking ridiculous. It's so, it's so good. <laughs> um, but you can't pick that one. Voice no. voice actors that I would like to see play oh. these characters. Like I would love to see somehow Tom Holland or Andrew Garfield or Tobey Maguire get in there. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah, they definitely. I heard a rumor they're going to bring Toby in at least, and then they got it. They could throw the other three in there. Why the fuck not? Are there the two? Well, so there's two villain. Oh, I think there's three technically, but there's another villain that is credited 
in this new Spider-Man. And across the universe? Mm-hmm. Who are they? I already said one just a second said, ago. And then yeah, the other culture. one is um, the spot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When we like his his spots come in dimensions, he can like mm-hmm. throw a dot and like yep. punch you in the face who's, from across the room. Who's playing them? Jason He's Schwartzman. Cool Ooh, love that too. Jason Schwartzman? <laughs> yeah. Love Epic. It. <laughs> love, love everything, everything about everything that. about it. So there's yep. one more? It was those two. Just those two? Yeah. yeah. I would really like to see like a uh, a black cat get in there. Um, they probably will. They need to throw uh, black cat and silver sable probably. But like to see like Charlize Theron play black cat or something like that. Be kind of cool. She's got to be young. Like Felicia, but it's Felicia a voice. Hardy. It's voice work. Felicia Hardy. <gasps> it's voice work though. Like she could. Who cares? Like she could be good. Bro, I'm actually kind of surprised they wasted Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz has been good as that character, but they made her Mary Jane, which was weird. Yeah, this freaking Across the Spider Verse is going to be so freaking good. It's going to be insane. The amount of characters they're putting in this movie. Well, I mean, that's the answer to our like question. Like, should they? What? It's like, yeah, it's this. This movie is so fresh right now that they're never. Like in our minds, gonna reboot it. Like we don't need to recast it because we love everything about it. Like it's getting a sequel, maybe two. Like, well, I mean, yeah. right now it's expected that twenty twenty four we're gonna get a third. Love it. They've already got an actor credited for it. I love everything about it. <laughs> <laughs> one actor. Hey, it's all you need. <laughs> it's gonna be a one man show. Well, it's the one guy who plays Miles. Well, yeah, he's probably got like a five-picture deal. <laughs> but no, I mean, anything else you guys want to say about Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse before we pick our next movie? Loved it. Perfect. Go watch it. Many times. <laughs> Many times. Loved it. Loved it. Go watch it. Loved it. Go watch it. Yeah. That's what they think. said. And then after you go watch it, just go watch it again. And then while you're watching it, love it. <laughs> while yeah, while you're, you're watching watch on your TV, just pull it up on your phone and watch it. Did you finally pick your, your second pie movie? Hole. He sure it did. Literally, a while to remember. I was trying to remember where, like, a really deep pull for one of the actors in this that wasn't like you literally beat the and buzzer. I found, I found a film that we've been without giving too much away. We've been trying to find a way to watch, and we were almost watched it. We always talked about watching it, and I wonder if one of us may have already put this in the hat at some point in the past. Probably did. Discussed possibility of it. Yeah, Ryan probably did, and we just didn't pick it. Yep. Yeah. I mean, odds are, Ryan probably put it in four times. Who the fuck did we know? He put it every time, because none of his shit got picked until just now. Yep. All right. Was that even yours that got picked for this one? Yeah, finally. Your handwriting, though. Yes, my handwriting. I put it in twice. Yeah. Last time, I think. (laughs) So it could have been any one of us. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah. All right. All right. Pick that shit. Further ado, we're going to shake up the hat. Just shaky, shaky. Get the get the sweat on the ring there and there. Nice. Oh, yeah. Was it supposed to be a Braves, like, fucking hat? Well, I grabbed my, my well, work. Well, I grabbed your hat. This isn't mine. Uh oh. 
the next movie we will be doing. <laughs> wait, it could be vetoed, so just... Yeah, we we have veto power. Hold off, we have veto power. Okay, this is terrible. Is you can veto your own. <laughs> Step Brothers. Oh, shit. That was not mine. <laughs> <laughs> that was mine. <laughs> With Catherine Heigl in there. Catherine Heigl? Jesus, that's two in a row. You mean Catherine Hahn? Dang it. Catherine Heigl is from like... <laughs> Damn, now we have Now we have to veto uh, it because I hate that. Now we got to veto it because you picked the wrong... Because <laughs> I can't say that... Well, you it is the right... You're like a whole minute. Like, I was like, who the fuck is in this movie? And right when I was about to picture her face, no, it, you threw me way over to like knock up the right, with Catherine Heigl. It's the right actress in that movie. It is yes, Catherine Heigl. Yes, Catherine Heigl is in it. But for a minute, I thought it was... Catherine but I can't Heigl. get the name right on the mic is the problem. Oh, oh God. I just bonk. smacked my ear hole. <laughs> <laughs> what, a ro- what a rookie move. <laughs> so I get it why you would want to veto it. it makes I sense. mean, I, I... Well, it depends on what this one is. We can unveto it if it's worse. This one's worse. Is it Ryan's? <laughs> you know Ryan's? So, we could either do the Step Brothers, which is i mean it's a great film boats and or hose. boats and hose x-men origins wolverine ah, i didn't oh. want to put that in because i thought it was pissing you guys <laughs> off because liam schreiber the crappiest saber tooth of all time oh. what the hell bro can you double v yes <laughs> ryan reynolds would shoot you in the head right now well he's way real uh, i mean had to do it i mean it could be fun I remember. You do, uh, I mean, after this movie, we need something to con, right? I mean, <laughs> we got to con. The fuck I out. remember going. Now, now, to be clear, I watched that film, and I it's, it's one of my secret, like, like unpopular opinion pleasures, just because I like. Just Wolverine's badass in it. Like he's yeah. super badass. He even like doesn't look at explosions. None of it makes any fucking sense. The claws no. are unbelievably shiny. And I gorgeous. remember watching that movie when it was like the bootleg version like physics and then going the to the theater the and still watching it and being like yeah yeah none of it makes any sense at all yeah uh, it. there's like right. four thousand cons and not even not even fucking exactly all right walking so around. between those two which one are we doing like wait what i mean do we re- are we really gonna watch that i mean i'm not vetoing it all right <laughs> are you I mean, if I were to have to pick between them, I'd have to pick X-Men Origins. Well, then we're doing X-Men Origins. X-Men Origins Wolverine. it is. But if I were to have to veto I'm one of them, I'd pick both. <laughs> so, I can't believe that we're doing that movie. Ow. But then You're I welcome. pulled... You're welcome. I pulled out of the hat the next movie that Which one did you pick? would have been equally ridiculous to do. <laughs> Which was Ghost Rider. Ah, that was mine! <laughs> I'm kind of glad we're doing X-Men Origins over that. That was my, like, I'm, they're going to veto this, but Nick Cage, Marvel movie. I mean, right? I put Step Brothers right? in there, and I was just like, I now, can't even get her name right, but she's in there. Somebody, I, I watched the meme, I saw a meme recently, it was like how they're all named stupidly, like, Ghost Rider should be fucking Daredevil. Daredevil should be fucking ba- like uh, Batman. Yeah. <laughs> fucking who is it? Uh, who, uh, they renamed somebody else. that was like off the same, but it was like, why is he named fucking Ghost Rider? Like I know he's writing shit, but like he was a Daredevil, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. And why is Daredevil? It's probably in a pitch horns? meeting. It's probably the in a pitch meeting. The Sonic. All like, right. We are also not doing the Batman. 
Nice try. Mm-hmm. I should have put, put that in the hat. I know. That was a good try. We're, We're not sorry. doing The Rock. Oh, oh, man. That's a miss. That's a miss. Dang. There's a rumor and a theory out there that uh, Sean Connery is James Bond in that yeah. film. That's... And I would watch it again specifically to see if there's Easter eggs in there that I could oh, find. Oh, that one's so good. To prove that That theory. was my other movie. I should have just doubled up with it and put it on both picks. Dang. Because yeah, the, uh, the alternate universe version is we ended up with Step Brothers. <laughs> and then uh, Smoke and Aces. Now, to a silver... No, a buffalo Chris nickel. Chris Pine's in Smoke and Aces. Yes, yeah. he is. He plays one of the assassins. Well, he's uh one of the one of the brothers, brothers, brothers the three brothers. He's yeah. interestingly enough, uh, one of the three brothers plays the Blob in X Men Origins. Yeah, he does. So it's like they're all connected. So we can still get there. And then Wade Wilson is in that as well. Gosh, we're gonna have fun with the next. Like the as shittier version of Wade Wilson. Way like, shittier. Like the version. one where we're like we started out with Ryan Reynolds in like prime Wade Wilson form and we were and he was like helicopter and cutting bullets and we're like, oh my god, it's gonna happen. They're gonna give us that What the fuck are they doing in the same movie? <laughs> How they had it. They and had then, it here, yeah. but not here. And we'll we'll bring this up. And then they added Alicia Keys. Oh, it. They did add Alicia Keys. It's funny, I actually watched Smoking Aces, like a maybe like two months ago, just because I was like, why not? I could have sworn we talked about it during. I think we did uh, March Madness, uh, and then I watched it. Was it on one of our lists? For it was March Snatch, Madness? Snatch or Fight Club. Oh right, we were gonna go in that direction. Me and my buddy had like gone on a Brad Pitt like, uh, not tangent, but we had watched a lot of Brad Pitt movies. We had been to go see Smoking Aces. I went to his house, and then we watched like two or three Brad Pitt movies, but like. Um, oh, if we did that, then we could have finally got to freaking John Wick. We could have. Gosh dang it. That would have been a good I idea. tried getting there freaking episodes ago. Yeah. Man, those are oh, some movies shit. I want to do. I forgot. Uh, wait, did you say Brad Pitt? How did... With Chapter 4? Huh? What? John Wick Chapter 4? No, in Smoking Aces. How did you get... I'm confused about Brad Pitt. Well, we we had talked about how I had seen that, and then talking about uh, heist movies, and I'd gotten there from watching Brad Pitt movies and stuff. But ah, it all connected within the type of movies, movies, movies yeah. that we were watching. All right, so like, next, I had next episode. Like, I don't remember him. X Men Origins. Hey, that's two of mine in a row. Wolverine. <laughs> Run a roll, Ryan. Well, we're going to space out our episodes by uh, five months, and we'll get them all. <laughs> <laughs> It'll just take two years. It'll just take two years? Three episodes? No, that, four films. That should be a fun one. Because I remember like semi-enjoying that movie at one point in my life. <laughs> well, I, mean, I will say this. I thought when I watched Smoke and Aces, be a... I watched this movie right after. <laughs> it was like simultaneously the exact movie I was expecting and the exact movie I wasn't expecting at the same time. Is that fair to say? Like, nope. I went into it thinking it was going to be one thing and it wasn't You thing. know when you get in that But then mood? it turned out to be, while watching it, the movie that it's supposed to be. Like, yeah. I was like, you yeah, know, this makes sense. Yeah, you know, when you get in that mood where you're like, I just want to watch something stupid. Yeah. Yep. Um, there was a night where I watched both Smoking Aces movies. The second one's horrible. Um... And yeah, then I was just saying X Men Origin Wolverine. Wolverine. 
What a night. Wolverines. Yeah. I watched all of them. Well. Did you know that this is subtitled? It's Smoking Aces 2. Do you know what the subtitle is? Like the second part of the title? Smoking Aces 2 colon Assassin's like Full House Ball. or something? Assassin's Bro, Ball. That movie is so bad. Like as in a ball of assassins. Like were they it's dancing, I guess? I don't more know. More like a bar of assassins. But it's like, it, it kind of looks awful. like a, a bit of like who didn't make it into the first one. Like who was on the B-list for the first film, like the casting. They're like, nah. The only person I missed on the first film that made it into this one was Vinnie Jones. He should have been the first one. I thought the... he was in the first one. Maybe he is the same character in the first one. Oh, I think he might be he like, actually. He, he like dresses he up as the, the other security guard or something. He might be the only recurring character in the first one. No. No, wait. No, he's not in no. the first one. I'll tell you. The second right. one, don't watch it. It's horrible. Anyways. Nope. You know what? Oh, Tommy Flanagan's in both. That's who it is. The Irish dude. Well, I'm going to be watching X-Men Origins Wolverine next. <laughs> you know what? I'm actually going to go oh, really watch freaking Into the Spider-Verse again. Dude, I keep scrolling yeah, through the cast I of probably, Aces, and I'm I'll probably sad. watch that and Batman Forever again before I watch God X-Men Origins. <laughs> See, but, this movie is my Batman Forever. Makes sense. Is it? <laughs> it's, is Batman Forever it? has some sentimental value for me just because I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, this has been fun. It fun has fun, been fun movie, incredible movie, animated movie. It's only the second animated movie we've ever done. Is it besides what? Lego Batman? We had a whole category of animated films, though. Yeah, we? but we've only done one as an official episode. So. Oh, here we go! Oh boy, <laughs> an official episode when we did. Wait, did we eight? Do, we did Lego Movie versus. Oh, we didn't do like the whole episode on Lego Movie. That doesn't. It technically counts as an episode. We did four fucking episodes. We did Lego Batman. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did Lego Batman, but, I mean, we talked about an animated movie on an episode, so I think it counts, because we had to debate what they liked and didn't like about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it was a debate. We'll, no. we'll, we'll cross that road when we get to our next animated movie. <laughs> but until then, I've been Wit. Uh, I've been Paul. You can call me Coco Caliente. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna call you that. No offense. Fine. <laughs> call me Ryan. I, mean, I might now that it's awkward. Hi, <laughs> yeah. right, Coco Caliente. Right, Bye. Uh, right, si, señor. Bye. Hey, uh, stay tuned for our actual Easter eggs. Bye. Bye. Mm-hmm. Sure. Hold on. Technical error. Hey, this is Peter B. Parker from Spider-Verse. First, I heard you liked my movie, Spider-Verse, and I want to say I appreciate it. And so does Miles, Spider-Gwen, all of us. We all really appreciate that you liked the movie and you've been talking about it a lot. I know you're stuck inside these days and I just want to let you know that, well, so am I. I'm here in Queens. I'm here with Miles, too, and Spider-Gwen and... I'm eating a lot of pizza and my belly's getting fatter. And I just wanted to send you a note to let you know that this period will end. You know, you're not missing anything because all your friends are stuck inside too. Basically, everybody you know is stuck inside. 
And this is going to end and we're going to get back out there and do all the things that we love to do. So let's keep having a really good attitude, all right, because this is all going to end very soon. Again, thanks so much for liking Spider-Verse. All right, this is Peter Parker saying goodbye to you.